Hello and welcome to the Every Other Saturday podcast for a brand new episode this week um, where we'll be covering Hibs 2-0 uh, result at Cena's return to the league form that we saw against Hearts uh, Aaron Athletic saw us go to Gallibank <laughs> with Aaron Ramsey and players you would never think you've seen a pitch like that and getting the job done in the cup which was the main thing and we'll look forward to the next two games uh, big tie on Thursday Borussia Dortmund uh, in Germany and also Dundee United at Tannadice which looking at the two day games it's probably the bigger one <laughs> uh, on paper at the moment uh, going to Tannadice and hopefully getting a victory so uh, if you do enjoy the podcast as always if you'd like subscribe and share about for us very much appreciated uh, we'll start on we Hibs then um, when was that last Wednesday now um, right. so again it was important to get another result against the Edinburgh side obviously you know what Hibs can possess there's not been great under Sean Maloney um, knew that coming into that game um, but it was just important to carry on where we left off against Hearts it was it was dominant um, we weren't get, giving them any time to do anything and I felt at times it wasn't as great as as the Hearts game obviously by the scoreline as well and um, and that but we get the three points we we get two goals and, and we leave Ibrox happy again that's the main thing, mate. Um, it's the main thing, as I said to you, now until, as you said there, Dundee game's probably the way it's turned out at the moment. Time's bigger than the Dortmund game for us. Every game now is, it feels like a cup final, to be honest with you, in the league. As I said, one point in it. Um, no, but it's just it's just good to have Morelos, as I said, back back to his form, putting the ball in the net, Tav doing the, doing the decent thing and scoring the penalty. I know it's been maybe a difficult thing for him previous times, but aye. I'm happy scoring the penalties. But no, as you said, it was just important to get the win against Tibbs. Um, aye, rolling on. Uh, exactly. Uh, because we all know we're in a, <clears throat> a tight race as of, obviously, a couple of weeks ago. It's starting to heat up again. As you say, every game is just becoming a, a cup final for us. And I actually left Ibrox on Wednesday night. Like, so happy we won, but also so happy we got to take a break for the league for a while. Because... It's no good for the heart uh, watching any game in the league at the moment, especially when you're in this situation. Um, so it was a welcome break for me to be thinking about Annan and, and that sort of pressure being off a wee bit. Um, but I, against Dibs, we started pretty well. Uh, obviously, within the first four minutes, we've got a penalty, clear penalty. Paul McGinn obviously pulls his uh, Ryan Kent shirt, takes him down. Um, it was a good contribution for him as well. Like he, he he got the penalty, we scored one 0 up. And they got it for a corner. He gets injured, and then that's with all within ten minutes, and he's he's off the pitch. But we struggled really to get any rhythm because of the refereeing performance again, which was really poor. Like every single every single tussle or tackle was just getting blown for in favour of, of the other team. I know Hibbs had a, a penalty shout that we only seen like a couple of days after the game, um, which it was suspicious. The how we got a free kick for that. <clears throat> I'll obviously put my hand up when, whenever the referee gets something wrong. And on our part, I feel like that's maybe uh, a call in uh, Hibbs' way uh, that he, he got wrong. But uh, we started the second half again, soaking up a bit of pressure. And we got that moment. Uh, Tavernier obviously sliding through Morelos. Great finish. And, and that was enough to seal the game up. And the next question I have for you is this Alfredo Morelos. <clears throat> right now under Van Bronckhorst is is a special player. Um he's he's bagging goals all the time. He looks a threat. He just looks the part uh, compared to what he maybe was at the start of the season. But is this the best version of Alfredo Morelos that's played for Rangers? 
because I know obviously when he joined, uh, he was still a young guy um, in 2017-18 we in poor teams, but he was still providing goals. 2018 under Gerard, obviously, he done very well. 2019, for me, still sticks out as probably his best uh, season at Rangers. I think he scored about 30 goals before Christmas. Uh, to me, this is similar to what he's doing now. Every time he gets the ball, he looks like he's going to score. He always looks a threat. And that's exactly what you want your your number ninety B. So what do you think? For me, the, the way I'm going to look at it is is it twenty nine Morelos where he was scoring against Porto and Feyenoord? Uh, I don't think. Or is it uh, this one? No, um, I think it's twenty nineteen, mate. As I say, yeah, that was probably. I uh, that'll probably be the thing. Right now, he's as I say, he's doing the job. He looks slimmer. Looks a lot happier. He actually looks like he's enjoying his game. Is um I seen you show there's a comparison, say when Gerard was still here to now with Gio. So I mean definitely as I say, he looks a lot lot happier in his play. He's hungry, the hunger's back, he wants to put the ball in the net. And I think it also has to do with and always with the national team. He must get fed up of getting going out there and basically just going for a holiday because that's all it is for him, really. So he, he must get fed up with that. So I think that's got a part to play in it as well. Maybe try to show look, listen. I'm doing the job. As soon as I've come away, Columbia have had bad results. He's putting the ball in the net for us. He's doing the job for us. Um, but in terms of us, mate, I just think he's he's always going to put the ball in the net. I don't really care who the manager is. I know he'll, he'll do his job. As I say, mate, he's best forward at the club. And it's, it's just so vital, as I said to you, through last summer, what have you, that we kept holding him. I just feel like special guy, mate. He's got to have his record. As I said, the 100 goals. He's got the league title now. Everyone adores him. So for me, I, I would definitely say 2019 is probably his best thing. As you say, scoring at Porto, scoring vital goals in as well. I also do think about getting them old form goals and all, and I do think. Nah, <clears> of course. As well. um, um, but no, it's the same. I'm just, I'm happy he's firing on all cylinders and at a crucial time for us right now. As I say, every league game is like a cup final. European big stages, we know he loves that. We know he loves to turn out with a goal. And I'm hoping on Thursday night, Alfredo can. Be doing the knee slide in Germany? Nah, I hope so. Um, I the twenty twenty two version of Morelos currently under Van Bronckhorst for me is the more complete player. I would say because mm. anytime he gets the ball, whether he's receiving it deep, obviously I know Gerard wanted him to he come inside and try to get the ball, he, he play forward. But when he, even when he comes in now, he, he's bullying like the players off the ball, and he's he's range of passing for a striker is unbelievable. Every time he makes a pass, it's right on the money every single time even if it's a cross field switch pass it's like always on the money that surprised me about him a lot uh, his range of passing but I'd say he's probably the more complete player than now in terms of 2019 the squad we had available at the time obviously there's still a lot of players that are still here and, and it's a lot of the same squad but you look at Shea Ojo John Flanagan like players like that that were in the team at that time and, and he was providing on big stages against Porto. I mean, Porto haven't been beating the league. For, I think they're the, the longest-running uh, team in world football that haven't been beat in the league. So to, to be able to go there and get a point off them and then beating them 2-0, obviously, in that season was was special. But um, I'd say 2022 for me is, is the more complete version of this player. I think he's going to yeah. get even better, but... Um, it's good that he's hitting this form as we say like going into this massive run of games like you need a striker that's going to be a threat and be a nuisance up there and you look at Livingston at home a couple of weeks ago we had Cedric Itton up there you just never felt that he was going to do anything whereas if Morelos was there you know at least 
one of them is going in the back of the net, which is is positive for us because obviously I like Kemar Roof as well, but uh, just nobody comes close to Morelos. Like he's like you look at how good we play, we play against Hearts Hibs, we have him there um, compared to obviously previous, and it's night and day uh, in terms of striking nice. options. So. But their passing ability as well is is ridiculous. You with it. Honestly, you, just the ability mate, that he has in the past, and as you say, for a forward, you don't expect that. And as you're saying, I, I honestly, I'm saving my prediction for next season. I'll be honest with you, I think Gio get the, we'll see the full impact with Gio, as you say, maybe next season. But as I say right now, the impact that Gio probably, and Rodney McKay as well, probably have had on him. It's just fantastic. And as I say, he's doing, he knows what it means, man. He knows what it means for us if we really go and win the league this season. Um, but no, just with the silly haircuts and all, I remember at the start of the I know he's still got a wee bit in there, yeah, but hey, I'm no one to talk for the hair, but I'm just saying, I mean, I, I know with the, the half shaved and a slide on, mm-hmm. but no, I just, as I said, I do the boy and hopefully it's, it's just a continuation, Jack, in Morelos, when we are comparing these seasons, maybe when we look back each time at Rangers, um, which one was the best version of him, but as you're saying right now, he probably is the most complete that he'll, he'll be, um, and aggression as well, we've got to talk about that as well. Forehand getting sent off, silly red cards and what have you. And now he seems a bit more still, it's still there, which is good, but it's it's, it's a bit more calmer. Um, and he knows when to keep his head a bit more, which is is a lot. Because actually, more. a big thing you look at was that I, I forgot to even bring up was if he get booked against Hibs, he would have missed the home game against Motherwell. So mm-hmm. for the fact that obviously you're thinking of Morelos, definitely going to be in the book some way. But the fact he didn't get booked and we've got him available for that as well is. Obviously important that and his his record obviously has been I don't the last time he got sent off was against Celtic in twenty nineteen. So uh he's he's came a long way for getting sent off all the time. Uh um, obviously now. Just just thought about when he was getting sent off a part in the no, you know, I, of, <laughs> of course I John Hartson greeting on talk sport about he's what kill uh, Celtic fans and that. I know. Um but I uh, will move on to Yan and then uh nobody else was was available for that one, but we didn't need him. Um, great video I actually watched yesterday, just covering the full day by Footy Adventures. We've had him on here, obviously, before. If you've not seen that, mm-hmm. go watch it. He was on the press team uh, for Annan that day, and he was right next to all the Rangers players. We interviewed with Kemar mm-hmm. Roof on his channel as well. Um, and I just a great video documenting how, how big these games are for smaller clubs like Annan. Like they were buzzing uh, for the fact they had Rangers in town. Obviously, want to predict an upset and and see players like Aaron Ramsey, Diallo, Tavernier, and all that lined up on the pitch. So that was a, a great video and the magic of the cup. To be honest with you, like going to these wee venues and all that, obviously it'd be nice to get a ticket for them. But it's like gold dust. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's a good experience. Obviously, we are not there to take part in all these sort of things. We we need to go win the game, which which we did very comfortably. Like three goals in in the space of like half an hour, forty minutes. Um, starting with Philip Alander, which I'm very happy to see him back <laughs> with oh, the current injury situation at centre half. Uh, obviously, getting a goal as well, looking a threat at the corners, which I don't feel we've really looked a threat uh, without him on. Apache's clearly the, the biggest threat for the back for us. Um, Aaron Ramsey, obviously, getting the assist for that one as well. Kemar Roof, um, he's not featured in the, the past couple of games, uh, and a re- really good strike for him. Um, and then Sakala, I don't know if he meant it or not, but Ahmad Diallo in the middle of the pitch for me was was turning it on. Um, great through ball and 
obviously we get the Ronaldo Sue celebration at the end of it. So Aye. that was pretty much the game. The second half was was done. Although we did did get to see uh, Leon King, Alex Lowry, Charlie McCann make his debut as well. All three of them looking positive, and uh, the future's looking bright in terms of the academy again. Tremendous when they all came on. I was so excited to see them come on. As I said, yeah, I watched the, the game against Sevilla in the under-19s or what have you, youth thing where I was seeing. They were showing a lot. I wish uh, the, the the first team would show in terms of fight, looking for square goals after they get no, but that's no the 90s anymore. <laughs> but um, aye, definitely don't want square goals after the game. But they were just showing character and they were batting each other. And I liked that for that game. But no, they, when they came on, they were superb. As I say, Charlie McCann and Lowry linking up and some beautiful play. We well, you know, King and all, I know when we've seen him, he, he doesn't look that that big in person, mate. But I'm telling you, he ain't scared to go in for a tackle, that boy. He likes a tackle. Um, definitely left it on there. But as you said, with the first half of the, the game, Hollander getting a nice big header. Connor Golson seems to be there all the time in the, the box. I know you said Hollander probably more a threat there, but Golson's in there as well. But Hollander is probably more a threat. Um, nice delivery for Arm Ramsey as well. He was unlucky, you know, to have himself a goal. I know he went for a wee nice wee. Finish. We don't do that here, son. This ain't Italy. Understand? <laughs> this is Scottish football. It's, it's sorry when it pays off, though. Ah, no, it is. Sakala, <laughs> did he mean it or not? Um, I'm going to say he meant it. He's seen the keeper and he thought, bam, I'm doing that. Um, celebration at top, but off was fantastic. I seen the bench was all chuckling at his celebration anyway. <laughs> um, so I know I was. It was just positive to have a game. And as you say, magic of the cup. We could have got knocked out there, do you know what I mean? It would have been massive, as I said. I was looking at the build-up for the Hibs game against, was it Al Broth? Mm-hmm. Listening to the manager talk on the STV and things like that um, in his journey, sort of coming to the game and whatever you saw. As I say, the Cup's still a magical thing, but you always know the last four is probably going to be the two for Edinburgh, maybe Isla, Aberdeen, Millen, and Motherwell, um, or, or one of the two for Glasgow. So I... No St Johnston, because they're in the relegation. No, I predicted that, I'm just saying. No, but it was, it was positive, mate, as I said. I liked seeing the young lads come on, as I said to you. Um, the young uh, right-back we signed, for me, was very impressive. I enjoyed watching him. Um, when the cameraman decided to wipe the lens and get a wee clean every two minutes. Um, terrible conditions. Aaron Ramsey must have been thinking to himself, this is no what I'm used to, even though he's a Welsh lad. But, aye. No, I enjoyed watching that right-back play as well, mate. He showed a lot of quality for me, to be honest with you. He was one that stood out. Um, apologies for no hanging his name off top. Oh, but. I'll, I'll clear up with you there because I also thought he was <clears throat> he was really good as well, especially for your debut playing 90 minutes, obviously, straight for the off. AI looked, looked positive every single time he got the ball. He was always trying to drive forward. He's clearly got a lot of raw pace, um, got a decent delivery as well, still young, um, which I like the way the club are going in terms of... Uh, getting an able deputy that's obviously promising youngster as well. So um, I think we'll be pretty fine at right back. Obviously, it's only one game against Annan. Like you've got to take that into account as well. But I thought he was he was good. Zukowski. I thought he did a real good job. Mate. I say, definitely who's in front of you. And um, I think we do need to give a special shout out to John McLaughlin for the uh, the swap of the jerseys one half and the second half. I thought <laughs> that's good marketing by uh, by the team there. Castro getting the marketing in. No, no, no. Um, uh, but it was just positive all round. It was good to see Stephen Davis, Ramsey, Hollander all get like an hour uh, play time. Uh, hopefully, especially Ramsey. That, uh, that builds them up for 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 games to come on because uh, it's looking like Hollander's going to play a lot of football now uh, straight after a, a surgery and all that. So um, it was good to get him minutes. Um, it was good to obviously get the youngsters get Zukowski a debut. Uh, see Kima Roof back in the score sheet. 
Sakala again, really underrated member of the squad for me. Every single time he's on the pitch, he's he's always scoring goals. Um, but he rarely ever gets a start. So fair play to Sakala again to, as well. As I said to you, watching that game, for getting that guy for a free transfer and the amount of goals and assists that he's done this season, it's fantastic business for the club yet again for me. And he is one that I do feel is underrated. You know, we're going to get on the game on Thursday. Definitely somebody for me that I'm looking at starting. Um, I just think he should be playing a wee bit more than he, he probably is. I understand the situation where the boy was signed for Man United on loan. Probably going to have him playing a majority of the games, which is fair play. But Fashion Sakala, the spirit he brings in everything, as I say, celebrations. He's just such a positive individual. And I say his backstory, we've touched on it before, but what, what a guy. Tremendous. That's a guy I want to see smiling all the time. Yeah. Aye. Uh, definitely. Sakala is just a, a sort of breath of fresh air uh, to, to everybody. Every time you see him score, he's, he's just buzzing, <laughs> um, which is obviously nice to see. Every time he just goes on the pitch, he's buzzing. So definitely the kind of member of the squad I think you'd want to, to have around. And uh, it would be nice to see him get more starts and all that. But it's nice to see even if he's coming off the bench, he's still getting goals and he's not letting you know, let starting games get to him. He's coming on and making constant impact all the time. So um, uh, very good for Fashion Sakala, but there was a negative for me. Uh, the negative was Scott Wright. Um, I mean, the guy started the game and it didn't really look what he was ever on the pitch, to be honest with you. I think he did last the full 90 as well. Just really poor. I mean, you, Gio's put his faith in him. Uh, obviously, scored a couple of goals um, in the lead-up to the winter break and, and all that. He was, he was playing well. He was getting a start. I was like, right, maybe Scott Wright, this is, we'll see the best sort of version of him when we've not got a right winger available, obviously, before Diallo signing. And you're looking at Diallo coming in now, Arfield playing over you in that position. You're like, right, this is my time to really go make an impact now, uh, to get myself back into plans because he's, really he's not even been on the bench the past couple of games either. And he's, he just failed again to make any sort of impact, um, Scott Wright. I just feel that his days are numbered at the club. He starts and his game time is numbered um, now at the moment. And I, th I think that would definitely be someday in the summer that will be that will be off the wage bill for sure because it's just it's not really worked out. Not seen really anything for him in a year that he's been at the club that wants him to even still obviously be starting games in that, which is unfortunate because he came with a lot of promise, obviously. In his first uh, sort of few games we've seen him, he looked like something different. But just where he's constantly improving, uh, he's not really came like, with all the other players that are improving. So, uh, Scott, I, he was poor. I get second tier team as well, and in like just a let he's let himself down. I think. Aye, I think he's let people like myself who wanted to see him to see go and progress and maybe try and do something. But see if you can't beat your first man, you're not playing. I'm sorry. Um, I'm not. I'm not having that. As I say, between him and Cedric, the two lads that you, you were desperate to do well, the club you felt that they deserved a wee chance, and they have been given chances under Gio, and they've just not taken them. Um, so I've, I mean, with Cedric, it's a bit more thing. As I say, he's, he's went for playing relegation football where he shouldn't have been in the first place. To coming back in where it's must win, you must win all the time. So maybe that's a difficult adjustment for him. But even at that, I still don't think he's he's at it for us to be honest. But even when he signed, I thought that as well. Obviously, try to. To back the guys best as we could. Uh, Scott Wright as well, mate. I just think it's even the youngsters are coming on and they're influencing the game a lot more than, than you have been. You've been on for the first half and you've done nothing really. As I say, you said he couldn't get a game for Aberdeen. It's, it's probably going to be he couldn't get a game for Athletic the way it's going for him, to be honest. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm being honest. 
I mean, I almost had a heart attack when we were watching the game and when the lads were watching it went, is Barisic the captain when Davis was... My heart nearly, honestly. <laughs> I, he's right, he nearly went into a, a cardiac honestly, arrest when he heard that. I never want to hear... That was a sense in my life I, I never want to hear again, to be honest with you. And then your face when we seen Big Jack Simpson coming on. <laughs> honestly. I couldn't believe you were bringing him on and all. Jesus. Yeah, I know. It was just, it's one of them, though. The game's game's done, I understand. Like, but if Jack Simpson has not been trusted to start a game against Annan Athletic, why is he even still here? Like, why did we not try our best? Obviously, we that's, probably did try, but nobody just wanted to get like, pay his wages. <laughs> that's probably but No, it. but that's my thing, is, as I said here at the time, watching the game is desperate obviously because the injuries were injury with between Holland and Balogun the two of them seem to be having a wee bit of injury prone situation going on here we were desperate to bring John Suter in in the door do you know what I mean but Hearts chose to play, play the difficult game and the guys having to play in a 2-1 two, two loss to Dundee and going to penalties with, with Livingston do you know what I mean all credit to the two of them but it shouldn't be there man it should be we've signed the boy and he's having to go through that it just annoys me with that situation but Definitely, I think the players we've, we've touched on there, Scott Wright, Cedric Kitten, uh, Barisic, hopefully. I'm desperate for it. I don't care what MD says anymore. I'm desperate for the guy to leave. I'm desperate for him. Um, and Jack Simpson as well. Hopefully, we get them out the door. Uh, for me, they need to be going. I couldn't, when that sentence was said, honestly, I nearly collapsed then and there. <laughs> no. no. Never. He, John McLaughlin was the captain anyway, so you're all right. Uh, Barisic, you know, he's obviously played a lot better against Annan than he did against Hibs when he came on, but... Uh, no, he just... was doing the... No, even when he came on against Hibs and he came in with that reckless tackle on that Jasper boy, I thought, you're trying to get yourself sent off here. And then when he plays against Annan, he's doing the same thing he did in the old firm and he's been doing it all season, where he thinks he's a goalkeeper and he's batting up. What are you, bro? No. What? You can he's, whip the ball in. He's frustrating to watch, especially when you've got Calvin Bassett left back, who Calvin just is the, the complete package at the moment. Um, mm. But aye, enough on the negativity with the with the players. I think well, obviously we've gave we're our opinion talk. on them and and they were poor. But aye, so are we going on to the reason why Harland uh, staying indoors, which is Calvin Bassett? Nah, well of course Dortmund next, isn't it? Um, well, obviously the Scottish Cup draw is going That'll to be, be the night, transition. so. So we've not got the, the draw until later on the night, but um, we'll look forward to that anyway. Dortmund die. Uh, Figala Bank to the Westfalen Stadion, I think it's called, um, in, in Borussia Dortmund. So I think there's 10,000 fans going to be at this one. Uh, I think Germany are still operating under sort of COVID protocols and that. We, we know fans, 500 Rangers fans, lucky enough to travel over as well. That'll be a great experience for them. Um, but obviously... It's massive in Europe. We want to be playing European football against the biggest biggest clubs in it, and this it couldn't get any bigger <laughs> in the Europa League. We're playing Borussia Dortmund um, away from home the first leg Thursday night. No Erling Haaland. Uh, I put up a tweet actually because he saw the Jack Simpson performance against Annan. He was like, "Nah, sack it. I'm not playing them." Um, obviously, he's going to be out, which is going to be a big advantage for us because I was looking at Borussia Dortmund's team and. Obviously, they've got Daniel Malin in there. Uh, they signed for PSV in the summer for a hefty fee. He's done all right, but he's just not the same as as Erling Haaland up there. Like, that is like, one of the top two players in world football at the moment. It would be nice to see like, a, a Rangers team coming up against them, but it's just going to be nice to see, especially, obviously, on Valentine's Day 10 years ago. Um, we know what happened 
for this week to for us to be playing Borussia Dortmund in the Europa League is just mental. Um, yeah, buzzing for it. We're buzzing for as soon as the draw was made. Um, but what's your thoughts going into this one? I know nobody's really given Rangers a chance. But I'm I'm optimistic. I'm thinking we go over here with the right game plan. We set up well and we actually try and play a bit of football. We might be able to nick something here. We might be able to nick something. I mean, I'm no expert, as I say, on the German football. There's a lot of potential signings in there for, for big Premier League teams and what have you. Um, but looking at the sort of the results, it seems like they're a bit up and down. Um, so, I mean, I, I'll actually just say, why no? Just take the game with them. What have we got to lose? Mm-hmm. I mean, the positive you could hope for is a draw, but I don't really like the idea of just sitting in and waiting to be countered, well, waiting to be hit on the attack all the time. So I think for myself, man, hit them on a counter, maybe with a pacey, Ryan Kent and Fashion Sakala. Um, or, I mean, do we just go for it, Jack? And I like the idea of just going for it and just going, do you know what? These are the big games that we want to be playing in. These are the big games, hopefully, we will be playing in next season in terms of Champions League. Let's just go for it. Let's go and enjoy the occasion. Um, to the lucky fans that are over there, enjoy your time out there. It should be special. I mean, the atmosphere at Dortmund is probably one of the top tiers in, in, in world football, so enjoy it. Um, and I, I just think about Haaland for them, really. I think we should just go for it. Obviously, they still have dangerous players in, in their team, Marco Royce and what have you and all that part. So, either there's, they're a dangerous side still, mate, but I'm just interested to see how my boy Alfredo Morelos handles somebody like World Cup winner and, and Matt Hummels. Um, I'm interested to see that battle. Obviously, the French lad they've got as well. I don't know his name off the top of my head, but mm-hmm. it's going to be an interesting battle to see their defence versus Morelos, Ryan Kent as well. This is the game, mate. This is you've been in Germany before. You maybe know a bit, bit more about the German style of play, what have you? But also, uh, Geo and and we've got a big man on the on the bench as well, Rodney McKay. Obviously, Bayern Munich. Hope he turns up. To Dortmund wearing the Bayern Munich shirt. I hope Rangers turn up when they're training, rip up. Well, we're up with the Bayern Munich Rangers in a Bayern Munich shirt or something. Let's let's go there and do that. You know what I mean? Mind games, getting their head psychology. Um, I'm just hoping for a positive performance, mate. Just let's know, mate. Let's just know go out there and get battered. Um, in That's the first leg. Exactly what you've got to look at it. We can't go out there and have the game buyers before we even get to Ibrox because everybody wants to get, get to the Ibrox and enjoy the occasion. Uh, I'm telling you, if we get a game. decent result, fingers crossed, if we get a decent result against them on Thursday, and we co- the next time we're coming in with Ibrox, I'm telling you, we can beat them at Ibrox. If we get them at Ibrox, we can I beat would, them. And I would like t- to think that's what the players and, and the management will think as well. That we've all set up defensive. Uh, that's not going to be a secret. I, I don't think we'll set up in a way that we're not going to leak goals, I hope. But we're going to set up in a way oh, that we're better. going to be able to counter and and actually hurt them on the attack as well because we're not going to just sit and soak up all the pressure for the full 90. We're going to go and break and, and try to make things happen uh, with dangerous players that we've got as well. We've got players that could easily hurt them. Um, but obviously they're clear favourites, uh, Borussia Dortmund. They've not been great this season. I think they've come under a lot of criticism with their manager on that. Like, they're, they're always they've never, when was the last time they had a decent manager? Let's be honest, it was Jurgen Klopp. That was the last time they've had a decent manager. Well, you could say Tuchel, but he mm-hmm. ended up getting thrown on the chopping block and all. So, I mean, I don't know. I think they should just, for me to sit here and say they should just realise they're not going to win the league because Bayern Munich just buy these best players and just win it all the time. But they're, they're a great club in terms of developing players, if you want to talk about that. I mean, taking Jude Bellingham for Birmingham, developing him. 
uh, Jaden Sancho from Manchester City Academy, and what have you. So they've they've done really well in terms of developing players, even probably in in uh, the German league as well. But as you're saying, mate, I just I just want to go there and just go for it. But at the same time, more likely, I think about the Lyon game and how well we did in that. I didn't expect us to do as well as we did in that game in terms of playing football. I thought we were just going to let them have all the ball and just mm-hmm. we actually went for it a wee bit as well. So I'm hoping for that. But at the end of the day, I hope we're sitting there with the Bayern Munich hats on and giving them a bit of it. Give them a bit of it. Let them have a bit of it. Well, and that's what the game's all about. It'd, it'd just be such a boost for everybody as well. If we were to go over there and win the game, <laughs> obviously his, oh. his first point, draw the game and take something back to Ibrox and, and hopefully have no. a chance of beating them there. That would just be such a boost going into Dundee United as well because Dundee United, everybody's looking at that. Like we could beat at Tanadice last time. Like this is a big game they're hitting form and all that. Like that sort of boost on Thursday would be big going into Sunday. I don't know how it's with the negativity already, mate. Let's let's keep on the positive at the moment. All right, Thursday nights is when we can we can have a wee wee night off for the as you say, the heart pulping. The league is it's confusing at the moment. It's it's got our emotions all over the place. Thursday night's a bit more of a chill, a bit more of a underdog fight, a bit more of a belief that we can do something. Even if it's two one, mate, that's what I was going to say to you there. Even if it's if we lose two one, I still have confidence. We get in my eyebrox, we can do it. I'm telling you. Maybe that's just me and my my hope, my heart leading me over my head. But I really just uh, I would love to see us do it in my eyebrox. Even me, that big man standing there, big Norwegian man. What was that? What, eh? You're away to Real Madrid or Barcelona? Hmm. You get beat at Ibrox. They know no, they're no. scoring all. No, no, it, yeah. would, it would be impressive for us to go over there and do something. But I'll go into the team that I, I would play uh, over in Dortmund then. Uh, as I say, I think think we're going to need to counter the pace and um, just have a, a good unit about us. Obviously, we we maintaining it. McGregor, Tav, Goldson, Hollander. Uh, it's a great time for him to come back into it. I uh, expect him to start Bassey at left back. And that just feels more of a settled back line than having Bassey out there and Barisic. I would really be fearing for my life if we were having that. Okay. Um, but hopefully, Hollander starts. <clears throat> John Lundstrom, I see no why, reason why he doesn't keep his place. Glenn Kamara in there, I'd say the, the two of them sitting with Aribo in front. Uh, Aribo will be the man, sort of do the backtracking as well when we need it, and then hopefully break forward as well. Ahmad Diallo for me starts the game. Uh, Ryan Kent on on the left and and Alfredo Morelos obviously. It'd be unfortunate for for maybe Scott Arfield not to come in, but I just don't feel like it's the kind of game for him. Uh, out wide, I feel that obviously we got it totally wrong against Celtic. If we get it right here, uh, we actually work on what we've done wrong in that game and have a go as well when when we can. Um, I just feel that that's a much more sort of attacking. Attacking 40 to go and hurt um, Borussia Dortmund. Obviously, we've got the security at the back with, with Kamara and that. Hopefully, Ryan Jack is involved at some point, um, whether that be on the bench, just to, so he's back, for obviously, in time for, for the weekend because I think he's going to be quite a vital player for, for the Dundee United yeah. game. Um, so, I, that's the team I would play. Any any changes in your part? Um, I would have uh, Lowry start over the uh, app. No, course I wouldn't. <laughs> Idiots, honestly, idiots. No, listen, the guy has a lot of European experience, something we were talking about before starting the podcast. We, we are, was Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I might need the chip shot. But no, I'm a joke. Uh, <laughs> Atlanta, Manchester United. He's played in European football before, so definitely for me, he's got to start. Um, 
it'd be nice to see Aaron Ramsey maybe come on, get some minutes in there as well. You never know, Ramsey might start the game. I definitely agree with the team that you've said there, mate, and I definitely do believe we'll hit them on the counter, soak up the pressure. Um, I do feel they're vulnerable. We've got to just go for them. Just go for them, man. Honestly, with the pace, I do. Fashion's California's one as well. If we can get him on, as I said, he sometimes when fashion plays, it's like it's like a puppy. He's he's just so. Do you know what I mean? Like it's so excitement. It's sometimes he needs to think about what he's doing. A bit more, better decision making would be good for fashion sometimes. But hey, did he mean it or did he not mean it? He meant it. I'm standing by it. He meant it. He knew what he was doing. Um, maybe he could do the Highland celebration if he scored. Oh, mm. that would be so good if he did that. By the way, Morelos is going to do the knee slide. Give fashion the one to do do the addition out of the banner. Um, either way, mate, I'm just looking forward to it. It's, it's nice to be involved in these big ties again and having everyone looking looking forward to the game. Um, as I say, I'm just confident that if we can get a decent result, I'm telling you, we'll do them at Ibrox. We'll do yeah. them at Ibrox. Well, hopefully you're right with that one because Borussia Dortmund team, say- obviously they've got a few injuries at the moment themselves. Mm-hmm. We spoke about Haaland and that. Um, right back area is quite a problem position for them. Thomas Munier is out injured. Matteo Mori hasn't featured all season due to injury. So in terms of right back position, they're, they're pretty weak. Uh, so their team's probably going to be Kobel. Kobel, I think his name is, uh, German goalkeeper. Akanji uh-huh. uh, featured a right back for them at the weekend there, so I'd probably expect him to, to play there. Hummels and Zagadou at the back. Rafael yeah. Guerrero at left back. Yeah. The Hood, Witzel and Bellingham in the midfield. Royce, Malin and Julian Brandt as uh, the attacking lineup. Obviously, that is still very, very strong. Uh, that's without, obviously, Giovanni Reina. Uh, Erling Haaland, that's without quite quite a few other, obviously, star players. Um, aye. Just looking forward to to facing uh, let's sort of Jude Bellingham and Marco Royce and that it's just going to be a special a occasion for the, the players, players to be involved in exactly. that. That's what I think about. I think right, okay, guys. Well, you're going to feel you're going to experience what it's going to be like, and um, hopefully we can get in the Champions League um, next season and do the business which we hope to do. You'll you'll experience what it's like. I mean, Gamara had the the tournament. I mean, Aribo had his tournament as well. But it's a different thing. We feel these lads, man, they're going up against Jude Bellingham and whatever you so. I don't know, mate. I'm just buzzing for it, whatever I'm talking. But I think, listen, if they've got a problem with the right-back position, then Ryan Kent, son, please. Big no, game. He's going to be playing yeah. against a guy that isn't a natural fullback, probably, so mm-hmm. uh, that could play into your advantage. Obviously, still a pretty good defender in Manuel just, Kanji, but... Uh, definitely a good defender, but I'm telling you, if, I look, if that team sheet comes out and I see the name Barisic starting... It's not. I'm, it's I'm right if he plays him, I swear, man. And see if I see on that bench Cedric Kitten, I'm telling you, no. Oh, you, he's not in the European squad, so you're all right. Good, good. I know uh, the Scottish boys are in it because they have to be in it because of the whole thing. You've you've educated me on that, so that's good. But as long as I don't see any silly names near this team in such a big, big game um, in terms of European, obviously the bigger game is Dundee. We're all agreeing on that. The bigger game is Dundee. But um, as long as I don't see any silly names on that park, I swear, see if he's playing, I'll fly to Germany. <laughs> I'm telling you. No, no, we'll, we'll just need to wait and see what the team lineup comes comes out. But it's going to be nice to, to think about this fixture to come up on Thursday. Sunday, as we say, obviously, is going to look like more in the important game for us anyway in terms of the league. Dundee United away from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a narrow win against them. 
uh, the last time we played at Ibrox 1-0 with the Tavernier penalty. Uh, earlier on in the season, we, we get beat off them 1-0. Uh, at Tanadice, our only visit there. So going back to Tanadice again, is going to, it's going to need to be the same as it's been in the league against Tarts and Hibs. It's going to be... Uh, it's going to need to be full throttle. We're going to need to actually go and have a go um, and, and win the game. Obviously, we need to win the game. Um, Dundee United, right. though, are hitting form at the right time. Uh, they've they've picked up their form since, well, I think they've been through a really bad patching up, being able to really score goals, but they've got Tony Watt in now. Um, they've sold Jandu Fuchs, which is probably better for us because he looked like one of their better players. Uh, they sold him on deadline day. Uh, I think it might have been Peterborough. Peterborough? I think so, aye. He, he definitely left in deadline day. I can't remember who he went to, though. I don't know where the Hingley boy Fusey Johnston went and all. Aye, Peterborough United he went to. Who was aye. it, and Johnston? That young lad everyone used to go on about. By Ali McCann. He went to aye. Preston. Yeah, Preston. Aye, so the two of them are in the same Peter- league now. Aye, but he went away to Peterborough as well, so waiting on their side. Um, but mm. I, I, it's going always going to be a tough game at Tannadice. Like, mm. They always want to beat Rangers at Tannadice, like, uh, just like any other team would be. But it's another cup final. It's another sort of game of pressure that we need to go and deal with. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, I'm going to I'm going to be going to the game, which is going to be exciting. Um, so hopefully, the team go out there and obviously get the victory. So, mm. how are you looking forward to this one then? Oh, I was just looking at the table there, and I mean. That's a really good season for Dundee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, compared to where they were what, last season, maybe the last season they were, they were in about the relegation sort of kit with eights. Their taxi Aye, bottom, man, bottom man, six, I think. Aye. Aye, so I mean, that's a really good season for them. And I think that's probably a team that maybe a lot of people are only talking about. Maybe they are talking about them. I just I haven't heard a lot about it. But I mean, look, like for them and Motherwell, that's a really good season. See, Mr. Johnston just right behind them. But no, Sir Johnston said Marinia Dafty, Sir Johnston in the relegation battle. That's what we predicted. <laughs> but no, I mean, their keeper, I mean, that's the one that we've been linked with. Looks decent enough. I mean, it's Tony Watt in it, really. Do you know what I mean? That's about the only one I can think of. I mean, it's been difficult. I mean, Tavenier scored a sensational free kick, um, as we all know about. Um, so I am I'm a bit nervous for this one. Obviously, you're going up, up there or wherever it is for the, the, away, the away game, mate. Enjoy mm-hmm. yourself. Um, hopefully we, we do get the, the three points but it's a tough one to predict as I say um, hopefully as we said Ryan Jack's back and, and can be involved in the team that would be a massive plus Aye. as I say you know, every, every game is a cup final now I don't care it's, if it's home or it's, we have to win every game now we've put ourselves in this position now we have to we have to win every game it's a cup final and it's, it's exactly it. it's already getting me nervous even thinking about it even talking about it like, why are you talking about it let's go back to the first I, I have missed I haven't missed sorry the, the stress of league games um, but here we are again talking about it uh, for team wise I think it will be the exact same team that started against Hearts bar obviously Philip Alander I think will come, uh, come in for bargain um, mm. I, I think it will probably be the same sort of thing hopefully Ryan Jack's ready if not Ryan Jack will be replaced by Kamara but um, definitely if that team shows the same intent they, they did against Hearts we should have no problems but obviously away from home we know how uh, we've been away from home at times it's been it's been drab but um, can I just can I just say something as well it's mental that we're talking about our Kamara Ryan Jack we've got Aaron Ramsey I, I know yeah. he could very well start the game as well 
I'm just just thinking on that. We're talking about oh Jack to come in, and I'm like, that's mental. Yeah, I mean, but then I don't think anybody thought that Lundstrom would be the first name in the team sheet. <laughs> well, a couple listen, of weeks ago, so. I back him. I like him a lot, as I say. Um, but no, I would like to see Aaron Ramsey maybe come in for this game, mate. I'm going to that'd say be, right now. That'd be quite I'd good. I'd like actually. to see Aaron Ramsey getting his his minutes a full ninety. That'd be decent. As I say, it's a cup final now. You've got to go out and, and do the kind of business um, that we need to be doing. So I am. Um, I'm on nervous about this game now. I was, no, no, I was, the quicker we shut the book on that one, Thursday the night. I was thinking anything can happen with Thursday night, and now I'm sitting here thinking to myself, God, just win the game, will you? Do you know what I mean? It's buckling it now, man. But I, I think it, that could be a game that maybe Ramsey comes in. I definitely think he'll get minutes again in, in Germany. Is he in it? Can he, can he play? Eh? Well, actually thinking about the European squad, I think it was Sands, Ramsey, and that's a, Diallo I, that you added, didn't you? Um, that's another one for me as well. I know, laugh all you want. I don't care what people think, right? Sands is another one I think maybe could be decent for Thursday as well. I don't know. I'm just thinking Americans. Americans Depending on, I can't remember if Hollander was in the squad or not because obviously he was injured when it was made. So I, I can't remember if he was actually in the squad. So if he, if Hollander isn't, that means we're, we're going to need to bank on Balogun being back. If not, maybe James Sands at centre half with Bassett left back because uh, mm. we, we have got options there. I think options that are probably better than playing Bassett centre half and Barisic, to be honest with you. Um, even if we don't have Balogun or Hollander, we could maybe change the, the system and go with a three at the back. We maybe Sands, Bassey and Golson, I feel that I'd be more secure rather than just the two of them. Um, but time will tell. Time will tell if Gio's going to change it, if Balogun will make it. That We'll, we'll see what happens uh, in his press conference on Wednesday. But aye, <laughs> well, hopefully we get two victories. It'd be very welcome, obviously. Yeah. Uh, at this time of the season, it would be massive for us. So, um, aye, that's all. all aye, the so news we get on to the main news. The news. But the main news, obviously, everybody waits for is Greg Jamshid Spur are back on form. Greg Stewart oh, is back on form. Two goals, uh, and they win the game. Man of the match as well. So he, so he get two goals and a man of the match. Mm-hmm. Why is this guy no going on Thursday? <laughs> I know, just thinking if that guy was still at the club. Nah, tremendous for him. I'm telling you, I hope he... Are they top of the league, or...? Uh, they are sitting third at the moment. They're four off top spot. Uh, Greg Stewart's current stats for the season are 14 games played, seven goals scored and six assists, so... That's unbelievable for Greggy. That is unbelievable for Greggy Stewart. But telling you, that guy deserves it. I'm telling you, he deserves to win the league this season. Give him a Ballon d'Or. Give him a Ballon d'Or. Get put him in the run. But aye, he's he's doing well over there again. So it's nice to to see him doing well. But aye, that's that's been the podcast for this week. Um, we've talked about obviously the the next two games, positivity leading up to the games, which is good as well. So looking forward to Thursday and then looking forward to Sunday after that. As always, if you could like, subscribe, and share about for us, it'd be very much appreciated. And we'll see you next week. Cheers.